Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Charlotte Artours podcast. This is your host, Tor the Magi. Who I have with me is another amazing female artist out here in Charlotte. She makes wonderful music, very vibey. Um, this is Queenie Love. Introduce yourself, Queenie. Hi, I'm Queenie Love. Um, I go by a lot of names. Some people call me that, or they call me Moses, depending on what they remember. Um, but yeah, hello, and thank you for having me. No problem, no problem. I love having. I love. What I love about you is you're like you're always you're so airy, so like chill. You bring good energy to the party and everything. I love people like that. That's what I strive to be. Um, and we're gonna talk about our our creativity, what we can bring, what what we have out here, and you being one of the people who do make art out here. Mm-hmm. I have a question for you. Um, and as far as your creative space, like what is what is creativity to you, in in, in a sense. Uh, creativity to me is just freeing my my young self. I just recently moved and I found my old journals that had all my old drawings and first songs that I ever written. I thought that was so funny. I should have I should have I should have brought it just because. That'd be cool. Just because I, I I do carry a lot of things with me all the time. But I really enjoyed looking at it and seeing all the pictures that I used to draw in my imagination. It was always colorful and bright and bubbly, with a little bit of like goth to it. Uh, I did. I did have a little bit of that. I like to draw the the vampires and monsters and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah I, I with the skulls. Like, I, but it was like bubbly and fun at the same time. I'm weird sometimes. I just, sometimes I'll just be living my life and then death will pop into my head and I'll just like bust out laughing. I'm <laughs> I'm sorry. But yeah, like I like that you talked about like so you basically create to like kinda encapsulate that like childlike feeling of like that you got mm-hmm. from your art and everything, right? Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's a nice place to come for because I really feel like creativity and really life it's the same thing. It's it's, it's play, like Life is going to throw you the punches, and if you know how to like roll, lean within a rock with the punches, then it can be a game with you. Same thing with the art. You can have these different um, parameters for what you're trying to create. A song has to be audio. You have to be able to put it in this uh, verse, chorus type fashion, depending on what you're doing. And those are the punches that you're thrown, and you can get used to it and play with it a little bit. So that's cool. Um, I'm glad that you're able to kind of retouch that and bring that into your art. Um, and you made a lot of pieces, like, out of all your, um, do you have a song that you know or a project that you made that, like, really, really, you feel it did that the best? That was probably my album. Like, my EP was, you know, it was just to get me going, but my album probably, just because it took, it took a lot of work. Like, when I released my EP, it was, like, August 2020, mm-hmm. and I released, the album around the same time as the EP because and what's that album you're talking about? Um, Picasso 3.0 Picasso 3.0 mm-hmm. and where, where can we find that by the way? It's on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, you can Shazam it uh, what else? I think it's on It's on every platform mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. even Pandora mm-hmm. Was that difficult for you to like put that in there or was it just kind of natural? It it's actually like a whole bunch of like 
from the time span of 2020 to 2022, because I want to say I dropped it in 2022. Yep, because it's 23 now and I didn't drop anything. So I was just having a whole bunch of music that I just kind of built up and I was just like, okay, well, I want to put this on it. And some of it was recent, like, some of it, some of the songs on there, I just made them within that year and then just like put it together because I had a lot of things going on that I was like, I feel like this needs to go in here. Mm. Mm. Interesting, interesting. I have, um, I have a quick question about like when you're, we talked about like your childhood, like those, those ideal, those situations when you were a kid and you were just, probably just popped out of your head like I want to make this drawing, I want to do this type of song, um, just write this just because I like music. Like what? Is like you're now being more mature. What is your like most ideal type of situation for whenever you're going to create a piece of art? Like you know maybe write lights, write incense smells, you know stuff like that. Like that may, some people will be different for them, but like it's really what is your identity? Um, structure and organizing. Cause when I was younger, I would just do it. I just I wouldn't have. Like, when people draw a picture, they're like, okay, well, I want to draw this, this, and this. When I was younger, I would just pick up the pen and just let my hand just, like, whatever came out, that's that's what came out. I didn't have no thought process when I was creating. It just, it just was the flow state. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm older, trying to get into the flow state, as an adult versus you know when I was a kid I didn't really have to worry about bills and adulting and all that other stuff and I didn't know I'd get so excited over cleaning products as I do now (laughs) 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 so um, there was a lot of that and I had to like you know a lot of it came from me just journaling because I like to journal. When I was younger, I kept a diary. And people would be like, are you got a diary? And I'd be like, my business. <laughs> but it stuck with me as an adult. So whenever I felt like I was losing it, I would just go to my journals and I would just look back at what I wrote and I would remind myself like, hey, this is who you are. This is what you like to do. This is what you don't like. These are the things that you would like to become or what you would like to do in life or what you would like to see. And so that's that's really the main focus is my journals. Like if my journals burned in a fire, I probably would have like a whole panic attack and I have to start all over. Because mm-hmm. I have to remind myself every day mm. so like staying like true to yourself and those journals help you to kind of bring yourself back to a center point like even far down the line and stuff okay? mm-hmm. perfect, perfect perfect and i see that so consistently like has your medium of art kind of changed over the years like has it really always been like music Yes, actually, it has always been music. I just had a, a conversation with my mom, and she was telling me that she was upset that I didn't want to, you know, 
get a real job but this is it this is this is what I want to do like this is what I want to do and she was telling me that it is something that has stuck with me since I was little like I fell asleep with the microphone in my hand like I sang myself to sleep my dad came home when I was like five years old came home with an old like karaoke machine and I turned it on like the ambiance where it was like ah, ah, and it made your voice like echoey mm-hmm. and I like was like on the mic doing like Ooh, and I was like hearing it do the little echoes like angels and I fell asleep with the mic in my hand and I woke up <laughs> like what just happened no that's hilarious yeah that's cool I mean I kind of I kind of been in the same type of vein myself, like I, I started like with drawing, then I went over to like writing, and then I went over to music to where I am right now. But now it's cool. I like to hear about people's how they kind of evolved their creative pursuits and everything down the line. Um, and have you are you a Charlotte native? native? Hmm? Are you no, a Charlotte I'm native? not a Charlotte native. I live in South Carolina, Rock Hill. Ooh, so it's like if it's traffic, it's like forty minutes to fifty minutes. If it's no traffic, I'll get here in like 20 to 30 minutes, depending on how fast I drive. Mm. But you do, like, do you understand, like, the the blessing that you do have living this close to, like, a city like Charlotte? Like, yeah, like, I was planning on moving to Atlanta, but then I was just like, I mean, the music scene's kind of like, Atlanta's trying to come over here. And so I'm just like, all right, I might as well just stick it up. No, I feel you. Like that's what I, that's one of the things I feel like is really really nice about being out here because I honestly I didn't event originally come here for the music but then I came here and I'm like I always I always was making music already but like, I'm like oh yeah like being next to Charlotte like it's actually like a blessing like we're, we're growing like everything's growing music art industry and people just come here every single day it's like awesome like being here in this time it's almost like a little mini little res- renaissance going on right yeah. now and like we're able to be a part of that. Like, have you been able to, like, what it, what it, the best parts about being here have been for you? Uh, I would have to say the art, like, the art that's everywhere. Like, you could walk down the street and see somebody's art on the wall or in a building structure. Like, it's, everything here is very, very, like, creative. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's cool and you never know who you're gonna run into when you go into one of these clubs over here like you can talk to anybody just about anything that's creative and you will find somebody that's like hey I know someone and I know someone over know someone and then so far and so forth and how that goes and then you just like you know everybody's like networking with each other and uh-huh. it's cool like yeah you've been a luminous lane have you been to Luminous Lane? Luminous, no. And most of it, like, y'all be telling me stuff. Because, like I said, I'd be, I be at home with my cats and, <laughs> and my book. I don't really go outside. When I do go outside, people be like, where are you from? I'm like, here. But, like, I just don't go nowhere. No, I feel you. Like, Luminous Lane is another cool, like, when you do get a chance to come out here. And another place up in Uptown is a bunch of different, um, it's a it's an entire like alleyway full of just straight murals that like a bunch of artists came out and did and, like they're beautiful. Um, they did it like during the pandemic type of time and like 
it was trying to bring some of that good energy. And I met some of the artists that actually did make some stuff out there. So it was pretty cool. It was in Uptown, um, Luminous Lane, next to like the Wells Fargo building. Um, okay. But yeah, like I was gonna ask you um, one thing. Like you talked about like what's been a nice project for you to work on your Picasso project. What has been like a kind of like one that wasn't the best for you? Like maybe something that was a learning experience or some for you. Okay, something something that's not it's not recent, but like it's old, 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 like it's old. But I'm very, very proud of it. And I tell my teenager self cuz now I'm I'm I transitioned from talking to my younger self who was a musician. Uh-huh. Now I'm transitioning to the teenager Chelsea, well, Queenie Moses. And she is a yeah. Hoot. Hoot. <laughs> so I am letting my teen self be able to come out and express themselves in a way that wasn't allowed at home and being able to tell them like, Hey, you're safe now, like you can let it all out. Go crazy, go nuts, go stupid. And I'm switching to writing a book. And I, the goal is to eventually have it published. But I'm taking my time with it because before, I used to just free write all of my stories. And to this day, I still don't know how they end because I still free write them. And I'd be like, that sounds good. Uh-huh. And um, I really, I'm really proud of... Like, I don't know if you know, there's like this app called Wattpad. It's an old app, y'all. Like, it's old. I'm showing my age. But it's an old app. And basically, people could go on there and they could write down any kind of stories that they had. And people could read them. Mm. And I wrote them when I was like 15, 14. No, I was 15, 15 going on 16, because when I wrote them, and everybody knows that Wattpad is the app where people make cringy eroticas or whatever, but mine were actually good, okay? <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I didn't use freaking, uh, what was it, what did I see a lot of at the time? I saw a lot of One Direction, like... Uh, what are them things? Fan fiction? Fan That's fiction. what it's called. That's what it's called. I saw so many fan fictions. I was like, bro, these people are wild. I was like, man, I'm making this character. I'm making this character. They're going to go through this and this. And I incorporated the bubbliness in the work, but I also had like an underline of like darkness. Like some of the stuff that I read. Now, when I go back at it, I'd be like, God, oh, Lord, what? That's not even, okay, well, you was a kid, so I'm going to let it slide. So, it's a lot of that. But I have, like, what, eight, eight hundred, eight hundred, eight hundred twenty-five thousand people that have read that book. Oh, wow. And I was a kid. And it was, like, pop, so it was popular. Yes, like I met somebody, I met somebody in Atlanta at a pop-up, 
and um, she was like talking to me and she was like, you know, what are some like, you know, hidden things that you do? I was like, hidden? And I was like, hmm, I ain't never talked about my books. But I was like, all right, here. So I showed her. She was like, yo, I read this. I was like, huh? So I was like, that was like the first time that I got like a moment like, whoa, somebody knows my books, but they don't know me because I didn't put my name uh-huh. on the book. I put like a made up name so nobody would know it was me. That's crazy. So I like to hear like you have basically like a, I think about with artists like being kind of like not just one trick ponies and have more things that they have passion in when they're creating things. And so like you're really passionate about your writing when it's not oh, even when yeah. it's not musical. It's like, that's pretty cool. Like and this book I guess I'm I'm probably gonna have to read it now when I like you put it so much heart your soul into it. My favorite my favorite scene in that book is the flying scene and everybody's like, How how do you have a flying sex scene? And I'm like, I don't know tell you i got it based off of this movie i think it was called like g girl or something like that so like when i saw that scene in the movie i mean it was pg-13 so they didn't really do anything but it was just like it was like a funny comedy superhero movie and i was like hmm i wonder what that would be like if i wrote about it (laughs) (laughs) so that was my favorite okay so queenie you sound like a very all over the place person. What, like, you you have, you said you're bubbly, you're able to, like, bring the love, your personality, pretty much anything you put your hand into. Like, what, I have a question, what has, like, brought you, what are some key points in your life that's kind of made you this way, like, that you think that has contributed to your ability to just kind of bring your energy in the way that you do to your creative pursuits? Uh, I would have to say... I don't know. I just when I was a kid, I was was kind of quiet. But if I was around people that I like, you know, trusted and uh-huh. like, I would be like, oh, but like, I don't know. I just always been like this when I was little. I was very extravagant and animated and all of that. Like people you did it for your parents. Probably my dad, most likely my dad. My mom, she probably gave me more of like my like, you know, my, my, <sighs> but like I'm still like at the same time, so I don't really know how to explain it. Cause my mom is, is very like, you know, she's, yeah, but she's always like, she's like, you know, I know, I know what I want and what I want. And I know, and I get it. And she didn't let nobody, like, give her shit. Like, she was always, like, you know. She never let nobody play her, if that makes sense. Yeah. And my my dad, my uh, my real dad, he's goofy. I want to say his personality is heavily, like, on me. Like, heavy. like I joke like my mom, but my, my jokes and my mannerism and the... The little things that I'm doing over here where I'm like you know saying little funny things here and there that's him that's all him like <laughs> my dad would be like what's the thing that we do um he'd be like let's hit it and I would be like let's hit it like yeah. that's like that's you're copying yourself yeah that's, yeah, that's our that's our thing uh, and where I got my music gifts from him and her mm-hmm. okay 
So a little bit of a, a, a mix and everything. So that's cool. You kind of have it in your blood to be like an artist, I feel, in a certain way. Um, and your parents know like this is what you want to do. Um, have you ever like put like any goals for you to like get to this point or was it just kind of spontaneous? Um, I want to say I didn't take music seriously until 2018 and then I didn't release anything until 2020. Mm -hmm. But within that um, time span, I was I was like figuring out, well, how do I do this? Who do I need to go talk to? And what are the steps that I need to do? And who are the people that did this before me? And what did they do? And so forth and so forth. And I just kept like talking to people and like, yeah, before I released, cause I'm very, I'm very, I don't want to say I'm a perfectionist, but I am to in a certain extent because I won't, I won't release it until I feel like, okay, this is good, this is great, I, this feels nice to do it. So that's how I feel about a lot of the stuff that I do. So even with this book, like I, I wrote a diagram and what the characters' names, their personality traits, what they look like, uh, their quirks, like everything down to the very detail. And um, with my music, I practiced my, re whatever I researched, like I, well, I researched like, you know, what does a label do? Because everybody wants to be an independent artist. Because we don't want anybody to own the land. We want to own the land. We don't want to buy the house. We want the land so that we get every bit of money. And I want to say everything that I learned about marketing, because that's basically what a label does. If they market and um, manufacture all of your products and give you the money to do video shoots and all of that, that's the part I'm still trying to figure out. But... I like marketing because it ties into psychology. So whatever I learned, that was my thing. I love psychology. So yeah. once I learned that marketing like played a role in psychology, I was like, colors, colors. I want colors. Because <laughs> I'm right brain. I'm not left brain. So I'm, no, not, no. I'm not a number person. I was like, I don't really know what these numbers mean. Like that number I just told you about my books, I didn't realize yeah. it was big until... I looked at it as an adult. I was 24, and I was like, hmm, I think that's close to, like, a million. Yeah, And yeah. I was like, is this close? And I had to, like, ask because I don't really, I don't pay attention to it like that because I'm paying attention to, like, the feelings and yeah. the colors and the emotional part. So I, my strongest point is I like to... Um, market to people on an emotional level but I already do that because I want people to when they talk to me like they feel seen and they feel heard and that's how I would want to feel and so when I do that I like I like to make people laugh the best way for me to sell to people is making them laugh that's one of my traits because I was this awkward shy person <laughs> <laughs> I was this awkward, shy person, and you know, it was just something that people could be like, "Oh, she's funny." So there's that, and then there was colors. I loved colors, so I was like, I fell in love with complimentary colors. So, yeah. You know, so Christmas colors. Um, I picked my favorite football team based off of their colors, which is Dolphins. 
because um, turquoise and that tangerine orange. Basketball, the Lakers, purple and yellow. I mean, Susie from the Rugrats, like, that was her dress. So, like, and I pay attention to, like, I don't know, I'm jumping, but I pay attention to, like, characters and movies and stuff because they do that for a reason so that you know that that character is important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's, like, a really cool way to, like, with still being creative but also putting a, diff a deeper purpose into what you're doing when you're making your art and everything. Mm -hmm. I, feel like, I feel like the marketing is another form of the art as well. Like, it's not just the, the making of the song or the painting. Or the the book or something. It's part of the the marketing is also a part of it too. That's what like kind of shows your intelligence. I feel as a, as a creator, like what you're able to pull out of thin air and to make it into something, and to kind of help that connection to another human being. Because it's all psychology. Even the the piece that you made and the way you get it out to people, I feel, and that's that's really deep. Um, I did want to make sure. Did you have anything that was like kind of coming out that you want to let the people kind of know about? I am about to wrap it up, but I'm in a second. Okay. Um, I don't know where I'm going to my time. Wait, what do you have coming out for people to know about? Um, i just been doing a lot of features with people. There's, I did a song with uh, Rockstar VR, um, FD Jackson. Um, I did a song with um, Mandako. Uh, no, it's Mandako. I don't know. Mm -mm. V, don't come for me. Please don't. <laughs> um, uh, who else? Who else? Who else? I don't know. I just, I just been doing a lot of features. I did some with, um, what's his name? Uh, what's his name? I don't even remember. Oh, my God. 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 It's okay. It starts with a D. Um, but I only met him one time, so, but it's fine. But I did, it was a song on his album, but it was featured with somebody, um, Males With No Manners. They're pretty dope. So it's like, I just been, you know, I just been floating. Just mm. floating. Absolutely. Okay, so we got a lot of features coming out, a lot of music coming out. And I'm out. supposed to do some with, um, Xena. G. Oh yeah, Zina's amazing. Zina mm -hmm. is another rapper, a female rapper out here. Um, she can really, really spit, and sure, I, I love her stuff. But um, yeah, that's gonna be cool. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Mm -hmm. um, but um, yeah, that's been the Queenie interview. Um, I want to thank you so much for coming out here, sharing your energy to everybody who, who yeah. is watching. And um, yes, you can get her on at what's your Instagram at? Queenie, so Q U E B N I E dot L U V. L U V. If you want to get some more content from us, we got our YouTube channel, the Charlotte Art Tours, as well as our Instagram at the Charlotte Art Tours. And um, thank you guys for watching for this ne this episode right here. We will be catching you in the next one. Have some another some more artists right here talk about their journey and everything. But yes, see you guys next one. Peace. Bye.